As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. The U.S. women's national team is now fully focused on next year's World Cup, but they'll have a new look once they arrive there. And on the club scene, the NWSL is rocketing towards the finish line with a number of interesting races for the clubs and players alike. Steph Young is here with her take on all of it. From The Athletic, I'm Alex Abnos, and this is Soccer Every Day for Thursday, August 11th. The big story in all of women's soccer this summer was obviously the women's Euros and England winning it, but let's not forget about the small matter of the U.S. women's national team, which qualified for the 2023 World Cup and the 2024 Olympics by virtue of winning the CONCACAF W Championship. But this team is a little bit different than the one that's won the last two World Cups. It's also starting to get interesting on the club scene here in the U.S. The NWSL is entering the last third of the regular season, and the race for a number of different honors is totally up in the air. And to go over all of that, I have my colleague Steph Young here with me. Steph, let's go international first. You were in Mexico for the entirety of qualifying, and I got to say the U.S. looked pretty good, scored 13 goals, conceded zero of them, won the tournament. But more interesting to me and to a lot of people was the continued evolution of the team under Vlatko Andonovsky. What did you see in your time in Mexico, tactically, personnel-wise, that sort of indicates how that process is going as a number of players sort of age out of the team or end up uh, transitioning away from full-time starting roles? I think this is a team that is having to adjust on the fly a little bit to certain personnel decisions. I think they imagined that someone like Katarina Macario would be available, and I think Andonovsky's made it clear he's kind of planning a lot of his tactics around here, as you would if you were smart. Right. Um, possibly they were banking on having a Kristen Press of, of available, maybe. You know, not necessarily um, super involved in every plan, but like certainly a player where you're like, yeah, it's great to have Kristen Press available, that sort of thing. Um, Lindsay Horan was kind of dealing with recovering from some knee injury that like has her knee periodically swelling so bad that Amandine Henri calls it a potato. <laughs> like, <Aww>. <laughs> <laughs> she'll call Lindsay Horan like la patate or whatever it is in, <laughs> in French, potato or potato knee. It's 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 patate, yeah. Patate, but yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so, so so with a lot of those new faces that are coming in, 
to the mix, uh, either to replace those injured players temporarily or uh, whatever it may be. Uh, you have a piece up on The Athletic now that is linked in this episode's description that sort of goes position by position through the team and looks at who these new faces are, how well they've been integrated. Well, it turns out Vlako Andonovsky has handed uh, his debuts to 15 players over his time in charge of the national team, and uh, an additional five have been sort of brought back into the group after long absences. With all that said, which position group is most interesting to you now that qualifying is over and we're solely focused on kind of the road to the World Cup next year? It's tempting to say the forwards because there's so many fun people in that group. Like, number one, you think Trinity Rodman, like very fun. Can't wait to see, you know, what they're going to make of her in these upcoming FIFA windows because I know she didn't get a ton of time during qualifiers. And yeah, that's disappointing as a fan of the game because you want to see her tear it up. But also she's someone who I think is not not been like injury prone, but has been carrying some injuries, especially where you're like, oh, she's 19 and she was already dealing with like a severe recurring back issue in her Mm. rookie season. And so that someone may be like, okay, let's be careful with that. Um, So maybe I look at the midfielders because Ashley Sanchez is really exciting. Obviously with Macario coming back, that could be interesting. I think Jalen Howell is another one that we maybe need to be looking at because I don't know if she's necessarily a strong World Cup contender, but I think she's someone where it's clear that like, if they can keep developing her, the national team is very interested in integrating her for maybe the cycle beyond 2023. There's a lot of options going on there that can make the team look very interesting, especially when you're like, it's so painful to think about like, oh, Rose Lavelle's not a kid anymore, but she is like a mature veteran. Lindsay yeah. Horan is a mature veteran. Andy Sullivan is a mature veteran. And so, you know, it's it's good to get some younger players in there. Uh, you also talk in that article a bit about how Andonovsky has rewarded good play in the NWSL. So quickly moving to the NWSL, we're at sort of an interesting point in the season here, Steph, because uh, we have about s- most teams have between seven or nine games remaining. The outlier there is the North Carolina Courage, which are bottom of the league, but have a whopping 11 games left to the play. That's fully half their season. Uh, I want to go rapid fire here since we're sort of getting into crunch time. Because a number of things are completely up in the air despite us rocketing towards the finish. So I'm asking you to make some uh, official, legally binding predictions for all of these things. Uh, first of all, Golden Boot, we have Sophia Smith and Alex Morgan. Both are on 11 right now. One would assume it'll be one of them that wins it. Who's it going to be? I think it's Sophia Smith. So you look at she's scoring maybe a little bit more often than Alex Morgan. Obviously, she's younger. I think she's on a team that maybe proves that it has a little more, it's a little stronger over the course of an entire season. Like this has been a bonkers debut for San Diego Wave. They've blown everyone's expectations out of the water, so to speak. But you look (laughs) at Sophia Smith and all the factors, right? Also, four of those goals from Alex Morgan, penalty kicks. Only two of Sophia Smith's penalties she's scoring more from open play i think so over the course of a season all those factors combined to i think smith taking it this episode is brought to you by Michelob ultra the official beer sponsor of the nba want to get closer to the game than ever before Michelob ultra courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive nba prizes and experiences like official gear courtside seats to an nba game and more head over to Michelob Ultra.com slash courtside to learn more. 
Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Moving on to the MVP award. Everyone loves forwards for awards like this. So one would assume that Smith and Morgan are both front runners for this particular title as well. But will the MVP be one of them or will it be someone else and if it's someone else who that's a very interesting question because and i'm not immune to this but i think a lot of voters in it doesn't matter the sport or the type of award everything's affected by recency bias it's so hard especially in the course of a longer season to be able to equally weight things that happen in frigging march (laughs) compared to you know the last three or four games especially if there's maybe a playoff run on the line so the midfielder or forward who like drags their team into the playoffs is probably going to get a push from something like that i think it's hard to say um you know i have (laughs) i really wanted to see an mvp come from a team like gotham or something it's just not going to happen uh i think maybe we might see some surprises in that MVP may not necessarily come from a front runner like the Thorns or or the Rain or something, but possibly from a team like the Kansas City Current, who are, as of this recording, on a nine-game unbeaten streak, despite starting off their season with like every possible woe there was, yeah. right? They made these big signings and then, you know, tears. They're not available. They just put Sam Mewis on the season-ending injury. Like, they gave in. They were like, right. it's not happening. We tried. <laughs> It's been over half the season. We're sorry to say Sam Mewis is just not going to be available this year. So, And they're still chugging along. They're fifth right now, I want to say, on the table. Correct. And the top of the table is so tight. That's only three points behind the Thorns, right. who are number one. Well, that leads me very, very neatly to the next uh, prediction that I'm asking you for. Who's going to win the NWSL Shield for the best regular season record? Like you said, there are five teams within three points of the lead right now. It's pretty exciting. Those teams are the th- in order. The Thorns, San Diego Wave, Houston Dash, Chicago Red Stars, and the aforementioned Kansas City Current. Very much surprising that they're in that top five. Uh, will it be one of those teams? Will it be somebody else? Uh, who, who do you have sort of taking the inside track on the NWSL shield here? You know, I could see it coming down to maybe Thorns versus Wave. I think it would be a great story mm-hmm. <laughs> for the Wave. And obviously at The Athletic, we love great stories. That's good for us. It's true. And I think they could do it. Um, they just need to be careful about player management and keep playing the game smart. But I think it's definitely a big possibility. I think teams like the Dash and the Red Stars... I'm a little bit more cautious there just because we have more evidence to go on on getting burnt. Yeah. So maybe that's unfair to the wave because there's no history there and it's all been upside so far. And last but not, but certainly not least, the NWSL championship, probably the most hard to predict one of all of these, considering it could be anybody that happens to make the playoffs. Uh, but what, what, are you, what are you thinking here? Do any of these teams strike you as particularly good in like knockout round sort of sort of situations again the thorns um unfortunately not the chicago red stars (laughs) 
their their poor the play complete opposite of that yeah <laughs> and i say poor not as in bad performance but poor as in like emotional pity yeah which i have <laughs> which we have all felt right like season after season after season and but then you even look at kind of these borderline teams like angel city maybe not orlando pride so mostly just angel city sitting there in seventh <laughs> right they're at 18 points that's three behind the rain and you know maybe they pick up ahead of steam in the back half of the season i don't necessarily see it happening everybody seems super tired for them right now yeah but you know the way playoffs work a little bit of luck and then all of a sudden you've got like number six angel city somehow in the final that sort of thing so yeah i think realistically speaking more more so i see like the thorns or the wave taking that kind of role but like in terms of experience with this chaos league yeah just like i wouldn't be surprised for example if the dash were just like you know what it's our time daily's gone muis is gone whatever it doesn't matter they have all that experience from winning the uh winning the challenge cup two two seasons <laughs> ago they're gonna draw from i'm sure uh steph this has been illuminating thank you so much i'm excited for the run-in for the end reg- of sl regular season and the continued growth of the u.s women's national team as things continue to happen, we'll uh, come back to you more. Uh, thanks for coming on the show today, though. Thanks. I can't wait to be completely wrong about everything. <laughs> Before we go, a very quick TV guide for today. As usual, all times are Eastern, and there's really just one game to keep an eye on tonight. That is in the Copa Libertadores at 8.30 p.m. Estudiantes take on Atletico Paranaense. That game is going to be on BN Sports, and it's the second leg of the quarterfinal and 0-0 on aggregate, so it's all to play for there. Once again, that's at 8.30 p.m. on BN Sports in the U.S. and Canada. This show is produced by Mike Zimmerman with help from John Hayes. You can get ad-free versions of the show by subscribing to The Athletic, and you can subscribe for $1 a month for six months by going to theathletic.com slash soccer every day. Thanks so much for listening, and happy soccer to you all.